Hurricane Master really cool. In May of 2000, they cloned Teen Twins. It's our Sweet 16. Come on, let's party. We got to choose like their clothes and the clothing styles would change but as we as grow, we grow older. older. Hip dresses, new stylish dresses, curling style. Mary-Kate and Nash's fashion dolls come with all this, each sold separately. What is up, you guys? My name is Derek. And I'm April. And this is the very first episode of the Mary-Kate and Ashley Doll Podcast. The podcast where you can get all of your information ever needed about the Mary-Kate and Ashley Mattel doll line. Woo! Are you guys as excited as I am? Because I am super excited. This is our... April, this is our first podcast and we're I know. Such, like noobs about it but um yeah so this whole podcast is going to be like an 11 part series on the Mary Kate and Ashley dolls uh released by Mattel from the years 2000 to 2004 definitely and just want to uh clarify too we are not going to talk about the dolls that were released from the full house line um in the 80s and 90s so the Michelle doll will will not be talked about although we know about them so if you want to hear about them later we can do a bonus episode possibly but this podcast is specifically only about the Mattel doll line yeah i'm like i said i'm so excited but like this is our first ever episode and it's really just going to be an introduction to your hosts. And I just wanted to really keep it loosey-goosey and exciting. And the next episode that we'll do will be a little more informational on the actual dolls. So today, just get to know us. Sit back. Drink your water, your coffee. Or your coffee. Your alcohol. <laughs> or alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Whatever is your drink of choice. Right. We drink everything. Well, I drink everything on this podcast. We drink everything. <laughs> we drink everything, yes. Um, so April, give me and the listeners like your backstory on the Mary Kate and Ashley dolls. Um, yeah. So I am more so a Mary Kate and Ashley historian. I don't have a memory in my life before Mary Kate and Ashley were a part of it. So I've always known about them and became um, very attached to them in my childhood because I, I didn't have, I guess, like a, a good childhood. I, I grew up in an abusive home and um, I was also like in and out of the hospital with my physical um, condition that I have. So I think Mary-Kate and Ashley in my childhood, they served as this kind of representation of like what a real family would look like or what love between two people um, looks like that wasn't modeled in my family. So um, I just became really attached to them and I have uh, very vivid memories of like watching them in the hospital or watching them um, on TV, like when I couldn't go outside and play with um, people in the neighborhood because of having a surgery or something like that. So um, I think becoming a historian of Mary-Kate and Ashley was kind of the way that I passed the time. It was something that was interesting to me and something that could be just mine, and I really um, treasured that. And I'm just more unbelievably grateful for what Mary-Kate and Ashley gave me um, as I was going through all those rough times. As a, as a doll historian, I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm an expert. Um, I obviously knew about the doll line, but I was not into Barbies when Mary-Kate and Ashley did their doll line, so um, the only dolls I actually owned as a child were the New York Minute dolls, which in my opinion are the best dolls of the entire line. I thought they were fabulous. I couldn't believe they existed. Like, I remember going to Toys R Us after I had gone to the dentist to get teeth pulled, and that was the thing that I bought, was like, they had this New York Minute display, and it was the Mary-Kate and Ashley New York, New York Minute dolls, and I'm like, yep, totally getting those. I didn't even look at the rest of the... I didn't even look at the rest <laughs> of the store. I was like, that's what I'm getting. It was at the very front. It was like, you could see it in the window type thing. So I'm like, yep, that's what we're getting. Okay, moving on. Like, let's just go home now. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was my favorite dolls. Um, otherwise, I started... 
I always say I'm not, I'm like an unofficial collector because I'm not like intentionally collecting Mary Kate Ashley dolls, but you can see behind <laughs> me I have like four of them. I think four, three sets and one extra one. One, two, three. Yeah. And then I have um, Ashley Curl and Style right here, but I don't have Mary Kate because um, I can't find her. Anyway, so that happened by accident. Um, I live in China. And I think living in China has become more difficult as the years have gone on. And so um, I just decided one year I'm going to buy it for my birthday. I'm going to get a Mary-Kate and Ashley doll because I think I would like that. And then I was looking actually for the New York Minute dolls and I couldn't find them. So I settled for the Sentence style, I think was the first one I got, which is the yeah. perfume, the perfume dolls because I loved their perfume i like lived for it <laughs> i thought the walmart clothing line which was actually in walmart until about 2006 um i thought the walmart clothing li line was phenomenal i was so happy about it and so i like wasted all my money on everything that i could in that line um and yeah so I'm not a doll collector in the same way that you are, because I can't afford to ship all the dolls to China, but I appreciate um, the small collection that I do have, just as um, nostalgia and memories, and just, it makes me feel loved, because Mary-Kate and Ashley have always give, given me that, like, made me feel valued and important and loved and seen, I guess, um, which is not something that I have in my everyday life still today, like, living in China and not having other Americans around to understand anything about American culture or just, like, what my life could be like. Like, I think Mary-Kate and Ashley kind of resurfaced for me to feel the same need that I had back as a kid um, and it also was like how I met you because then I started listening to the they thought I was you podcast and um, then we got introduced and then here we are isn't that so crazy I feel like that is like the normal like conversation that I have with so many Mary-Kate and Ashley fans right now how we like gravitated towards them as children for mm -hmm. like comfort or consistency or mm -hmm um routine mm -hmm. and just things that we probably some of us lacked as children so that was like our go-to that was the one normal thing we had mm -hmm. the one consistent thing we had and then during really like the pandemic mm -hmm. we kind of all shifted back towards like what made us feel safe mm -hmm. and it sounds so silly to say like mary kate nashley these celebrities who aren't even really who are not in the public eye anymore mm -mm. but they make us still feel safe and i i remember when i started that same thing like feeling a little nostalgic about w what made me feel safe and not even realizing it at the time i got my first mary kate nashley doll off of ebay mm. and it just steamrolled and i don't know if it was just because like like I said, the pandemic was hard for for everyone. I think as the years go on, we'll kind of really start to unwrap like just how bad it was for us. Mm -hmm. um, and so to feel comfort and safe in my workspace, <laughs> I started with one set of dolls. And then I was like, well, I might as well get the other ones. And then the next ones. And then the next one. Yeah. And then it really just like, snowballed for me. Yeah, like yeah. snowballed for me. Yeah. Um, And it was the same. Like, I started listening to the Mary-Kate Ashley podcast. Um, They thought I was you. Mm -hmm. And just then they asked me to be on it. And mm -hmm. then I got even more, like, involved with wanting to create a portal for the Mary-Kate Ashley dolls or a database for the mary There really is no accurate information out there mm -hmm. right now in 2022 for the mary kate ashley dolls yeah and it was the one thing so like kind of like my background is very similar not similar in the aspect that i was ever in the hospital for anything but that i grew up in a a kind of a difficult childhood and i'm thankful that i had a father who would buy me dolls every time i came to visit mm -hmm. him uh but i had a mother who did not like that aspect of her boy wanting to play with dolls mm -hmm. so i could go to my dad's and i'd have all of my dolls it really kind of started out with barbie for me 
um even though like you i didn't i don't have <laughs> a memory in my life that does not include mary kate nashley mm -hmm. so from the my first memories are mary kate nashley to grandmother's house we go watching that oh, on wow. abc okay how old so, were you then because that was the same year i was born so i don't have memories of of that how old are you i'm 30 okay and i'm yeah. 36 so i want to say i was probably like six, okay. six years old yeah hold on let me see what year that was made 1992 was, i mean it was 1992 okay yes <laughs> um, sorry i, I think, know the answer no, I, I love that you know that yeah 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 <laughs> um no i i i'm pretty sure i was like six or seven okay yeah because um, you're about I, the same age I as them right yeah yeah yep. yep um and it started out with full house mm -hmm. i watched full house with my dad uh but not even knowing michelle was twins it wasn't until their adventure films mm -hmm. started coming out oh i loved those that was yes. when my twin brother and i mm -hmm. started like piecing together they're twins. We're twins. That was immediate for us. Mm -hmm. And it was singing. It was fun. Uh, and again, it was safe. They had mo they had videos, movies constantly and consistently mm -hmm. from the time, you know, I was a child to my adulthood years. Yeah. Uh, and so I got my first Mary-Kate and Ashley doll when they came out. And I, my dad took me to KB Toys, which was a toy store in yes, the I know 90s. It. Yes, or, I know it. Yes, I know. Yeah, 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. And I remembered it wasn't in the one closest in our city. So they didn't have any Mary-Kate and Ashley dolls. Oh, so he God. drove us to the next city to get them. And I played with it Im immediately. I opened it and I played with it. He went <laughs> back and got me another one. Oh my goodness! Uh, to keep in the box uh -huh. so because I left like I lost like the little barrette in her hair. Mm -hmm. uh, so I opened up the new box that he got me, uh, and that was like my first memory of. I had already loved dolls, so now I'd even loved dolls even more because it was Mary Kate Nashley, and, and I kind of like moved from Barbie to Mary Kate Nashley because I could play out all my favorite shows with them movies mm. whatever mm -hmm. and i i always kind of joke about this too because like i was the same age as them so like typically boys in their like you know 14 15 years old are not playing right with dolls i don't even think like girls that age yeah. are still playing with dolls yeah but i i, I feel like kids who come from like broken homes mm -hmm. are delayed a little bit more or, mm. are, or are delayed mentally so they hang on to toys or imaginary or art or entertainment they gravitate towards things that mm. probably kids their age aren't in mm -hmm. the same way so mm -hmm. even though at the time i didn't know it and i know it now and i'm even now it's probably a little childish to like mm. have a whole room of like dolls behind me but i don't care i'm an adult <laughs> it's I can fine do whatever I want. you gotta live it <laughs> exactly um and so Yes, I don't like I said, I don't have any memories in my life not Mary Kate Nashley mm -hmm. and then just always having the Mary Kate Nashley dolls along with that and being yeah. able to dress them and pose them and I used to take pictures of my Mary Kate Nashley dolls with like those um what were they not it's not a Polaroid but it's those like those little plastic ones that you had to like develop. Oh, what yeah. were those called? Yeah. I can't even remember what they're I called. I remember now. what you're talking about. Disposable. But Okay, yeah. Disposable oh, cameras. right. How do we not remember so, that? We're so bad. I know. Oh, goodness. You know what? You're, yeah. You guys are in for a treat because you're going to hear that a lot from me. Oh. Trying to, like, remember something, but I yeah. can't always remember it. Hopefully so, one of us will. <laughs> we'll, hopefully, or we'll yeah. just Google it. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that was that's really kind of my history with, like, Mary-Kate and Ashley dolls. Mm -hmm. um, what for you april like what is like you said it was new york minute was your your mm -hmm. favorite set but yeah. what kind of like transitioned you to because you have now you have three sets mm -hmm. and not the new york minute one but yes thank you, you. have three expensive. sets now so yes like <laughs> truth what some of you guys don't know too is april found me through the they thought i was you podcast and gifted so i was missing the New York Minute playset. And if you guys, and you will learn through this podcast just how expensive Mary Kate Ashley doll products are. Oh my. <laughs> and that was the one that I just, I could never justify spending $300 on. Mm -hmm. And April messaged me 
for whatever good saint of a reason she is. <laughs> and she sent it to me as a gift. And I, because of her, I have it. And I completed my whole entire, that was the last piece I needed for my Mary Kate Nashley collection. And Besides which doll? For me, so. Besides which doll? Uh, the It's Your Look doll. <laughs> but, you do and have we'll, one we'll of go, them. we will cover, yes, yes, I do have one of them. So, you guys will learn all about the It's Your Look dolls, it being the rarest Mary Kate Nashley set Almost of dolls. non-existent. Oh, it, and you know what? When I was doing my research on these dolls, I almost didn't believe it. It almost felt fake because I went to Google and I was like, how is there only one picture of these freaking dolls? That doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Yeah. And then I searched Instagrams. Mm-hmm. And found a couple collectors, and they had actual pictures of their dolls. And I didn't even know they were Canada only at the time. Like, yeah, I'm just, I'm grateful I have one. Uh, if any of the listeners have a Mary-Kate It's Your Look doll, please message us. <laughs> message one of us. Um, so, sorry, I didn't mean to, like, uh, that was a whole what rant. kind of, like, transitions you, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's gonna happen a lot, too. You guys, I am, like, fluff, fluff brain. I'm like, move, over here, over here, squirrel, Don't squirrel. worry, I, I didn't uh, stop you because I felt like it was useful information. <laughs> it was gonna go somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what was your, like, transition from, into your adult years, too, uh, to collecting, or to, not intentionally collecting mm-hmm. Mary Kate Ashley dolls. Um, I think it was just so that goes into my background more, kind of like what you were talking about when you're kids and you don't have like the right social environment to grow up in. Either you're in an abusive home, or for me, it was an abusive home. And then I'm physically challenged, which we can um, add my video in the description if you guys want to like learn you... about my actual do you feel comfortable telling people what your condition is and just like a little background of what it is yeah i can talk about it a little bit so i have a cp which is a short for cerebral palsy which um it affects everybody differently but it's a neurological disorder that affects your motor movements so how you walk how you talk um just how you move any of your limbs and it affects everyone differently so for me um it means that I have spastic diplegia, which means um, that it affects the lower half of my body, so um, my legs, and then I also had speech therapy as a kid. I had um, ear, nose, and throat issues because I had um, a cleft palate, which is just an opening in the top of your mouth. Um, It makes it hard to eat, and you have to get it repaired, and um, there's multiple surgeries involved with that. Um, CP also comes with eye conditions, so there was... I've had, like... 13 surgeries in my lifetime and I'm only 30 um but yeah so it just means a lot of therapy a lot of um uh just surgeries and also I grew up in the 90s and early 2000s so um I inclusion was not a not a thing then people did not know how to include me why I should be included they just saw me as this like really cute like inspirational human being but they didn't see me as like someone with their own thoughts and dreams and hopes and desires and like wanting to just like fit in and so um I had an older sister um sh- she was only a year older than me but she was experiencing all of these normal like childhood things of like having friends and going to slumber parties and Um, I didn't experience any of that, even if I wasn't having surgeries, um, or some kind of medical thing, I just didn't have friends, and my sister didn't want to include me in things, uh, because then it was like, um, I remember, like, her friends would always say, like, oh, oh, your sister's crippled, like, we can't have her do anything, like, that was just the catchphrase or catchline, so I, I gravitated toward Mary-Kate and Ashley because, um, they, one, they were in the hospital, uh, their movies were always in the hospital library, so I would go and watch them, and I got really attached to their party videos, because, like, oh, they're having parties, and I want to, I can be invited to them, and, like, they won't ostracize, there's my sleepover, (laughs) um, so I didn't actually, as a kid, I didn't own Mary-Kate and Ashley things, but they were just always in the library, always in, the hospital library and so I would just rent them and I would watch them and it would make me feel included like I always felt like 
Mary-Kate and Ashley love each other so much, and they love these movies, and they love having parties. It doesn't matter who's invited to these parties or who's a part of whatever, so I'll just be a part of it too. And I think, unfortunately, that um, feeling as I as I grew up of, like, never feeling included, never never being allowed to be part of the rest of society, like, that still exists, unfortunately, um, as an adult people don't really think that I'm worthy of, like, having a job, or learning to drive, or, you know, any of the normal things you would go about doing. Like, I have really ridiculous comments come at me. Like, when I started college, um, I went to Truman State University, which is, like, the Harvard of the Midwest, so you have to be really smart to get into that school, and I had a 4.0 GPA in high school, um, and I told someone I was going to Truman, and they were like, they looked at me with, like, gear and headlights, and they're like, what? Like, how are you going there? That's a really smart school. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Um, yeah, so I guess that kind of feeling has always followed me, and I also don't have relationship with my family. So I think Mary-Kate and Ashley have just always taken the place of the family I never had. Like, I have this thing that, like, Mary-Kate and Ashley is the only thing I've had my entire life that has been stable and secure and made me feel loved, and I think I just still need that, so, um, I think that's why I collect, I, I don't collect the dolls because it's not intentional, like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to, like, put it out there that I'm this doll collector because I can't afford to, like, <laughs> ship everything here and and I have to be like selective of like what I do purchase so like the dolls I have behind me um I got for like Christmas and birthday gifts I shipped to myself but a lot of the other things um I have a holder shelf right here of like you can kind of see it of like some other books and then I got um this is a watch from their fashion line which I don't know which one it's um the Elizabeth and James 200 series watch um which i found in china so something i like to do that makes me feel comforted if i'm stressed out is to shop for mary kate and ashley things in china and see if i can find anything so most of the stuff besides the dolls that i have actually i found in china so i find that really fascinating and fun um yeah so that is kind of i just yeah i just still get this comfort and I just, I'm just like unbelievably grateful for who they are and what they've given to me. And I think it's the only thing that makes me feel loved. You know, what's kind of crazy when I think about like Mary Kate and Ashley and people mm. fans, I've said this too, that they've gone away. They've gone mm-hmm. into seclusion, mm-hmm. but they're still giving us mm-hmm. so much. And what I mean by that is like, they've given us how to set boundaries. They they could still be in front of the camera giving us everything that they'd given us in their early years. Right. But mm-hmm. they're showing us when they're done, they're done. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, again, I didn't have that growing up. I had no one to show me what boundaries were. I had no one to show me what the word no means. Mm-hmm. You become like a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And then when you see Mary can actually kind of emulate what it means to be an adult or a successful adult, mm-hmm. that's contagious and that's giving. So whether, or not they're giving us in front of the camera fun campy videos mm-hmm. um or they're just behind the scenes giving us adult lessons like dang i i still take that and it still makes me feel comfort and safe if that that sounds so weird to say that as an adult yeah. but yeah any i feel like the millennials are probably listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and we all really understand the like we want to feel safe yeah yeah I'm sure there's a lot of people who can relate to just the things we've been talking about and what, um, how Mary Kate Ashley filled that for so many people. Also, I met yeah. them, so that like blew me over. <laughs> can you tell it? Can you tell us the story too? I can't today. You want me to tell you today? Yeah. I can. Yes, okay. We can, yeah, we can do it. I'll today. just jump into it then. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so in 2008, let me grab it really quick. Mary Kate and Ashley came back into public and created the book Influence, which, in my opinion, is the best thing they've ever made in their adult lives. Thank you very much. 
I am not a fashion person. We all know that Mary-Kate and Ashley are these, these incredible fashion designers now. Obviously, normal people cannot afford their clothes, but that doesn't matter. They're still amazing. So... Um, as they were, like, transitioning into the world of fashion, they created the Influence book to really talk about, uh, what inspired them to create the fashion line and who influenced them to be the people they are today. Um, so I was in my room and I was looking, like, just browsing the web and this ad came up advertising this book signing in New York and I'm like, wait a minute. Mary Kate and Ashley have not, not done a public appearance since 2004. And <laughs> I also have to mention that my like peak love of them was really in 2004 because that was when I recognized, oh, there's like media appearances and like I understood like what promotion was and I understood like uh, cable television because I didn't grow up with it. So like 2004 was like their last major year where they did all these appearances and I like lived for every one of them that year uh which was also their new york minute year which i think is part of the reason why i was into new york minute so much but anyway so i hear about this and i go to my parents and i'm like hi so um i'm going into new york next month and um going to this mary kate and ashley like book signing and um that's what i'm doing <laughs> that's like the only time in my life that i've ever told my parents that i'm like legit doing something and i wouldn't take no for an answer it was a whole how did discussion <laughs> how did you hear about the signing it was uh an ad on the web on a website that just i saw oh, it's so interesting yeah um, yeah i because I think at that time I I was researching them all the time, and so it was kind of like the internet knew what I liked or knew what I was into, and so it just kind of appeared of like, um, I don't remember like where I saw it because I, I didn't see it on their actual website. I it was just this like yeah. ad of sorts. I think it might have been on Facebook or something because that was also the year that see. I entered Facebook the first time. Um, was this time period for me i don't have any i was not involved at all because after 2004 mm -hmm. like my fandom like took a deep dive mm -hmm. and like i grew up and mm. experienced adulthood mm -hmm. and i just i don't remember anything after 2004 to like i remember like videos and stuff of them mm -hmm. in like on tv like interviews they were doing for you know they did like ellen they did mm -hmm. uh all i just never heard anything about the but yeah all the late yeah. shows mary kate doing all of her little side uh gigs mm -hmm. um and then i'd see them on like the cover of magazines but mm -hmm. i i wasn't following so i'm so foreign to that year of them yeah i very much know about that year i know about all those i know a lot about their transition from child actors to fashion designers which was amazing to watch and i'm really thankful they're fashion designers now because they're very good at it anyway um so <laughs> back to the actual like day of meeting them so um my dad worked for the airlines at the time so we ended up getting free tickets to fly to new york um and so we flew to New York that day, and I it was October 28th, 2008, thank you very much. I think it was a Tuesday. And um, <laughs> I met them in New York at 33 East 17th Street, which was, is, I think it still is, a Barnes & Noble. Um, and I was enamored by the fact that um, there was an elevator in the Barnes & Noble, there were four floors, and there was a dude whose only job was to sit in the elevator and push the buttons. And I was like... Oh my gosh, how cool. <laughs> I could not believe it because I'm 16 years old. I had never been on an airplane. I had never seen... Like, never been outside of Missouri. I grew up in O'Fallon, Missouri. So, um, kind of this just suburb, suburb, like, middle-class America. Just never seen anything remotely like Mary-Kate and Ashley's lifestyle. So, this New York trip was my first kind of taste of that and I remember like that bookstore was packed with people it was packed with people um and I remember getting there and like I had called ahead of time to talk with uh I talked with the like coordinator of the event and she had told me since you're coming from so far and like we want to make this a special day for you like when you get to the bookstore oh, wow. call me and I'll make sure 
that you get, uh, like, into the book signing and all that jazz. So, we call her once we're in front of the store, which, by the way, there were also, um, there were, like, protesters outside, I remember that. They were wearing, I'll have to send you pictures of everything, but they were wearing, like, these really ugly, like, Mary-Kate and Ashley masks. They were, it was PETA, the, Uh, it was the animal rights people. Yeah. But because of the, their, they were had fur yeah, on their clothing. Right, which at the time I didn't know that, so I thought, like, yeah. I, I didn't, I'd never seen something like that, so I didn't really understand what it was. But, um, anyway, so I had to get through them as well. Then, I, so I call Maria, and she comes down, and she, the first thing she says to me is, like, our plane was, like, 30 minutes delayed. So we were late to the signing, and she was like, oh my gosh, Mary-Kate and Ashley were so worried about you, they were going to send their car. And I'm just like, on the floor, like, are you kidding me? They were going to send their car for me? So apparently they had waited to start the book signing until I had gotten there, because they knew I was coming, and they didn't want to start without me. So I'm just like, I just felt so touched that they would go to that extent. And then... We get in the room, um, and I see the paparazzi for the first time, which I had never experienced in my life. And they were, like, climbing over each other to, like, get pictures. And Mary-Kate yeah. and Ashley weren't even out yet. Like, they weren't even out there. They yeah. were just getting pictures of, like, the front of, I guess, where they were going to sign. So, like, the tables and whatever. And they had, like, ladders, and they're, like, shoving each other. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh my what gosh. is going on? And How then- intense. It's so crazy, and then I start shaking, like, as soon as I enter the room, I remember that, and they had told us um, to hold on to our receipt, because we had to buy the book before we went to the signing, and so they said, you had to show your receipt when Mary-Kate and Ashley signed the book, which I thought was weird, but they told us that, so I'm holding this receipt in my hand, and I also have... At the time, I was walking with two canes. So I had my cane in one hand, my cane in the other hand, and my receipt was, like, in between. So I'm, like, sweating yeah. so bad that I open the, I open the receipt because we're, like, standing in line. And they put me, like, the first person in line, which I now realize was a publicity stunt because I was the only physically challenged human being at this book signing yeah so they wanted um because they had the paparazzi take pictures when i walked up there and then the paparazzi left like immediately after that so yeah they wanted like the those publicity photos and so i just remember like i wonder where those photos are oh i totally have them oh i totally have them yes i do thank you very much because mm-hmm. you showed me one of them. Yes. You'll have to share them. I'll I'll send them. We can, like, share them in the description or wherever. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm, like, sweating to death. And I'm so embarrassed. And I can't, like, I'm now I'm seeing Mary-Kate and Ashley. And they look phenomenal. It's, like, the best outfit I've ever seen them in in my life. Which might be because I, I was the day I met them. But, okay, whatever. And then, so next to me is, like, this bodyguard. And um, I just remember he had abs that I had never seen before because <laughs> he's wearing, like, this white button-down shirt and he has, like, this eight-pack of abs. And I'm, like, 16 years old and I've never been in love and I've never, like, <laughs> seen a male body of any sort. Like, man. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. That is the most attractive bodyguard I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and then... um. I can't, like, pull myself together <laughs> I start really freaking out, like, in my mind. I'm, I'm not saying anything, but then I'm just, like, enamored by this bodyguard, and then he bends down to me, and he says, like, do you need help up the stairs? And I'm like, no. And I just... I'd I start... be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mary-Kate and Ashley were right there, so I'm like, I'm not gonna have this dude, like, carry me up two stairs. Like, what's he talking yeah. about? So then... <laughs> so then I just start going and then I look in front of me and Mary Kate and Ashley are just right there and I'm just like what is going like then I start like what is going on what is going on and I just start saying like I can't believe this is happening I can't believe this is happening like you're a real person like how are you a real person like I couldn't even like I couldn't even 
that's the only thing I ever remember saying was just the same line of like, how is this even happening right now? And I, it was so, I was so embarrassed after that, but I was just so over the moon. And, and then I remember, um, I think Mary Kate and Ashley wanted to talk to me or Mary Kate did because they were, they were like sitting together, but there, there was space between them. So I was at Mary Kate first and then she was like waiting for me to like say something but I couldn't really, like, say anything other than, like, how are you a real person? I can't believe this has happened. Yeah. It's the coolest day of my life. Yeah. It's the only thing I really said. Also, there was, like, really loud music blaring that, so yeah. I, you, I, you couldn't hear them or me. I could hear myself, but I, I felt like they couldn't hear me. And then, um, and they also told me before, they're like, you can't stay and talk to them. You need to go fast through the line. So I'm also thinking about that. Jeez. And, um, so I have all of these. The pressure. I know. And I'm like 16 and I've never experienced this before. Like I'd never been to a book signing or even a concert at that mm-hmm. age, like just nothing. And so I, I was trying to be respectful because I'm thinking, okay, Mary Kate and Ashley gave all these rules that we have to follow and I can't break any of them because yeah. then they're going to not like me and I can't have that happen, yeah. which obviously is not true. <laughs> they loved me. But anyway, so yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just like I'm just like standing there babbling at Mary Kate that I can't believe she exists and on and on and on and then I like move over to Ashley because Mary Kate signed the book and then slid it over and so I moved over to Ashley and I start repeating the same line over of like oh my gosh I can't believe you're a real person how is this even happening like I'm I can't even believe this da, 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 da. and then we have a moment which is caught on camera like they took a picture of it Ashley, like, I think wanted to call me down, so she looks at me, and she smiles, and she's like, hi, and I just start, I blurt out, you oh. sound just like you do on television! <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I look at her, and I'm she's like, probably like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> and she, she didn't say anything, she just smiled, and I looked at her, and I just remember being really intent and saying, like, do you know you were the coolest person that ever lived? Like, you were just the coolest person. And then, Aww. um, she laughed. Like, I just remember her laughing. There's a picture of her, like, as I'm walking away, you can't see me anymore. But I know it's me, because those are the only pictures they took that day of people yeah. going through the line. And you see her, like, watching me walk away, because I'm still talking. And she- she's just, like, laughing to herself. It's very funny. Um, Aww. What what was she wearing? Was this because I looked up the pictures because I was curious? Yeah, so um, she's wearing like the white shirt and gray stilettos okay. and like black leather pants. Yeah, dang, yeah. that's a good look. Oh, her outfit was phenomenal. And then, um, so also there's a picture of me where I'm dropping the book because they hand me the book, which is like it's a coffee table book so it's huge yeah it's a big heavy book yeah and i have two canes in my hand and they had arranged for somebody to like carry the book for me but for some reason that person like wasn't there at the right time oh that would have been so so, that would have been so weird and awkward yeah so ashley like i remember she handed me the book and i'm trying to like grab the book and grab my cane at the same time but i just don't have the hands I don't have a big yeah. enough hand, and so the book starts slipping, and I'm just, like, mortified. Like, there's a picture of me, oh my gosh. like, as this is happening, which I think I've sent to you, where, like, the book is falling out of my hand, and Ashley, like, leans over the table and grabs it, and then all of a sudden oh. you see someone come out of nowhere, like, in front of me, like, run up and grab the book, and then she walks off with me, and I start talking to her, like, can you believe they're actually real people? Like, this is actually happening, and I actually met them, and we're in the same room, and how is this happening? And, um, that's the, <laughs> like, that's all I said. Then I leave the stage, I remember, and, um, they took me back down the elevator, because we were told you're not allowed to stay up in the room after you get the book signed, you have to leave. Oh. Um, and I didn't listen. I went back down and I got my dad yeah. and went back upstairs and I'm like, yeah, I'm not leaving because Mary Kate and Ashley are still in the building. So I went, yeah. Yeah, I went, I... <laughs> I went back upstairs and I just sat because at this point they had, so I guess what had happened was they had like a group of 20 people who were going to meet them first, like a private 
kind of meet and greet thing. Oh, and yeah. then once the 20 people went through, they opened it to the public. And so by the time we went back up there, there was like a line of people out the door that yeah. like wrapped around the room to meet them. So I'm like sitting and I'm watching this kerfuffle go on of like just all these people going through the line and all this music. And me and my dad are just sitting in the back and I'm like, nope, I'm not, because my dad's like, okay, we can go now. Like, I'm done. We don't need to be here. I'm like, no, we're not leaving. Yeah. Like, this is my only chance in life to meet them. Like, I'm staying here until they're not in the room anymore. Um, <laughs> and so then somebody comes and says to us, like, everyone who met them already are, me are staying downstairs in the Starbucks. Like, why don't you go down there? Just because it's too crazy up here. Like, we're trying to keep fire hazards under control and whatever all these rules and such so we went back downstairs and him and i are sitting there and he's like can we just can we just go now because now we're not even in the same room like no because we're in the same building we're not leaving (laughs) you know and we're not um, leaving until i get another meet and greet (laughs) right because like they told me like people are like people who already met them are staying downstairs and you can come back up later. So I'm thinking like, we're going to have a private meet and greet and Mary Kate and Ashley are going to talk to us and whatever, whatever. Like I had expectations. So we're sitting down there and all of a sudden I see their bodyguard walk towards me and he he has this giant, um, there was like a, a life size poster of their, um, book cover in, in the room um, where yeah. they were signing. So he comes over. He's like, Mary Kate and Ashley um, are really thankful that you came to the book signing and they want you to have this. And they had signed it for me. Um, wow. And I'm just like, what? And then I asked him, I'm like, are they, are they still in the building? He's like, no, they've left. <laughs> but, uh, but Do you still have that? Um, Yeah, it's in my parents' house. So I don't actually know... It's one of those things of, like, I'm never going to... So my father passed away uh, last year, and then I'm never going to talk to my mom again because there's just all kinds of reasons. Um, So I don't actually actually know if I'll ever get it back, but that is, like, the one thing that, like, breaks my heart the most is, like, all of that stuff that I got from that day, like, the book and the poster is there, and the pictures are all there. Pictures are still online, too. But everything yeah. from, from the actual day, um, I have, like, kept in a box and kept safe, and I've wrapped up the... Like, I wouldn't even touch the book. I looked at it for, like, <laughs> the first week that I had it. And then I'm like, I have, it's, like, wrapped in cellophane. <laughs> and it's in this, yeah. like, you know, like, book cover situation, all this stuff. And um, I'm really, like, I'm really sad. I obviously replaced the book. It's right here in my house now. Yeah. But it's not the same one. Um, so yeah just I think it really just like shocked me that they they had no idea who I was they don't even know what my name is but they cared enough to like we remember her even though I sounded like a real idiot <laughs> like they chose me to give the poster to because like they could have given it to yeah. anybody, you know and yeah um it's just so that's so amazing yeah my dream has always especially as like a kid i have a kind of a funny story when i was a kid i gosh i think i was like 13 maybe Mm -hmm. 13 or 4 actually i was probably young i was probably like 11 or 12 i I was around that age Mm -hmm. and my brother had a friend whose last name was olsen and this was at the time of uh caller id so if mm-hmm. someone called it showed their last name and i was so young i don't i didn't know what mary kate nashley's like parents names were mm-hmm. and he pranked called me from oh, no. his house uh-huh. pretending to be mary kate nashley and me and my brother we were, so we were at home and they called us and they're like and they're talking in the most obnoxious voice that is not even them it's yeah. like in what world would that even sound like them but i was just like Olsen on the caller ID, <laughs> so I believed it. And they're like, "We're you're our you're our biggest fan, and we want to fly you out to meet us." And we were like, "Oh my gosh, yes, please!" And then they started laughing. They said a bunch of other stuff, mm-hmm. um, but then they started laughing, and we were like, "What? What's going on?" And then they came in from his because they were next door neighbors, 
And then they came in and were like, you guys are so stupid. Yeah, I was so mad. My dream was always to meet them. Mm. I bet. I always felt, even today, that they would just be super genuine. Mm. Maybe they wouldn't take a picture with you, but at least the interaction would be really genuine. Yeah, they were very specific about, at the book signing, they said, you're not allowed to take pictures, and Mary-Kate and Ashley are only posing for the paparazzi, like, um, pictures in the beginning. Um, So I didn't get any actual pictures of, like, me and them together posing, but... Um, yeah, it was also just a different time for them because it wasn't. I feel like they did that a lot in their childhood, and then as adults, they just mm-hmm. really didn't anymore, which is okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But you can kind of see the shift of like them as ch- children versus like how they were acting towards their fans as as adults. I don't think people understand just how often Mary Kate and Ashley were in front of the camera mm-hmm. taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to think. They were taking pictures with fans. Probably, they probably realistically had daily meet and greets for mm-hmm. contests for their books. Make a wish. They did book covers. Yeah, um, they did book cover photo shoots, calendar photo shoots, album photo shoots, video movies, doll. I mean, they did photo shoots for literally everything. Mm-hmm. And they were probably, and then in the mix of all that, having to pose in front of the picture or the camera with fans nonstop, mm-hmm. whether they were in an outing or meet and greet or the press whatever it was mm-hmm. and it makes me so happy when i see them like actually smile genuinely mm-hmm. and it's never it's never for the camera it's always behind the scenes like mm-hmm. when they're talking to a friend mm-hmm. or a video of when they're talking to like an associators of some kind mm-hmm. you know in the fashion right. industry right and i always am so grateful that they save their genuine smiles for in-person Those conversations yeah. as opposed to, you know, always being on in front or yeah. for the camera. The plastered it, one. Yeah. There was, um, yeah. there was like an L, I think it was L magazine. Um, that Mary Kate and Ashley gave an interview a couple of years ago and Mary Kate said, um, I can't quote it specifically, but it was like, I felt like a little monkey performer and there's a lot of yeah. pictures in my childhood that I'm not even attached to because I just don't have a memory of them. I don't feel like it's me, something to that effect. So it just like, I just have a lot of like grace for them knowing that and knowing what it must have felt like. And, um, you know, so if they don't want to be in front of a camera or take pictures with their fans, they don't have to by any means, yep. like. How sad would it be though if I like you met them and that was like the one opportunity of like mm. their for me like thirty six mm-hmm. years of like being a fan and then mm-hmm. finally meeting them and then like no we don't want to give you a picture but like oh god <laughs> why <laughs> yeah 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 well I think that's the thing too though is I think even though their childhood was difficult for them and they obviously made a very clear decision to step away from that life I think they are still very aware of like they were a childhood for an entire generation of people. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they take that like, they don't take that lightly. I think that they have always carried themselves in a very respectable way. Cause they have this air of like, yeah, we're grateful for our life and it's not what we want anymore, but we still realize like what we were given and how different it was from what we could have had. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so- th- that's so true because if you think about, child stars from the same time Mm -hmm. they they kind of have like a an arc of like their legacy of all their work is destroyed Mm -hmm. by drinking and drugs and you know paparazzi and just like the hollywood machine right Mm -hmm. and then you think of them they could put so many people on blast Mm -hmm. for their entire childhood and Mm -hmm. they just choose to stay graceful and let their body of work stay their legacy Mm -hmm. and move on with their lives and you know, I don't know what type of trauma they're dealing with behind the scenes, if any. I can't mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. that they have any. I mm-hmm. feel like they probably do. They came from the 90s, early 2000s, where the media was so mean. Mm. And even fans were so mean to child stars, you know, the stars of the that era. Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes me respect them so much more to be like, you know what? Like, we're not doing it anymore, but we're not going to sell anybody out. We're not going to talk crap. We're not going to 
spill any hot tea. We're just going to let our work stay our work. And yeah, occasionally you'll see, you know, their movies on Hulu. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're still giving permission for people to view their work, which is kind of cool. Uh, so it's super respectable. Yeah, I definitely have a lot of respect for who they've become and, and how they carry themselves. And their fashion line is amazing. If I ever make a million dollars, I have a list of things I will be buying from the row. Thank you very much. <laughs> what is one item if you can have anything from the row? Because I literally know nothing about mm -hmm. their mm -hmm. perfumes, their yes. fashion line. Even like, I know they had one called like o o Olsen Boyle, but I know uh, Olsen, Olsen Boy. I, Not Boyle. Olsen Boy. Ew, <laughs> gross. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, yeah, so Olsen Boy. Yeah. And I do remember them saying something like they trade trademarked that years mm -hmm. before they even came out with it. Mm -hmm. Because I think they were going to come out with a men's or a, a boy's fashion line at mm -hmm. some point. I think that's why they, they trademarked it. Yeah. Um, But it just never, I don't think. Because mm -hmm. Olsen Boy didn't have any boy's pieces right no it was a no. it was a i, I do know girls. it was a girl's okay. line a junior's line sold at jc penny um only for like a year it came out in 2009 yeah. and only lasted until about 2010 because at that time mary kate and ashley were still very much in the tween market they had fans of that age mm -hmm. that they could still appeal to um but because i remember too their walmart line went until about 2006 um and then they pulled themselves out of Walmart and they tried something with JCPenney because JCPenney is still like affordable, but a little more high end than Walmart. And then mm -hmm. they were also working on Elizabeth and James and Leroux at that time. Those two fashion lines were not as big as they are today, but they were kind of crafting them and just molding them and creating them into what they are. Well, Elizabeth and James died, but um, Leroux. Yeah, I was just going to ask because I. I was looking up trademarks under Dual Star, like active mm -hmm. trademarks, and that mm -hmm. one's not active anymore. So I assume. Yeah. Um. So Elizabeth and James, uh, they had a retail store, which is now their the Row Retail Store in Los Angeles. Um. Ooh. In two thousand, they opened us opened the store in two thousand fourteen because they talked about about it on Ellen in two thousand fourteen, and then they closed it around two thousand nineteen. So I think um, I looked up the sales compared like compared the sales between the Row and Elizabeth and James in two thousand nineteen, which was the last year that uh, Elizabeth and James existed. So in that year. Uh, Elizabeth and James made eighty nine million, um, and then wow, the row made closer to like a hundred million, um, but the wow. price points are also very different. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think so they're probably buying a lot less of the row, but making more profit more. because yeah, it's not it's made for units. famous people, <laughs> and so yeah. um. Ellen. <laughs> No, Ellen actually, um, she talked about when they were on in 2014 or 2010, they were on two times on Ellen and they uh, Ellen told them, or uh, like praised them for dressing her for the O magazine cover. So, and yeah, that was that. Elizabeth and James. That wasn't the row. That was the Elizabeth and James. Oh, one. okay. Yeah. Although the row That's existed, but I think that her outfit for that magazine cover was from Elizabeth and James. Oh, wow. Okay, I did not know yeah. that. That's exciting. Yeah. I did have a question for you that I've been wanting to ask about your... Ask away. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just curious. I feel like you haven't, like, been explicit, like... Because you talk about how you were really into Mary-Kate and Ashley, and then 2004 it kind of died. But now, obviously, mm -hmm. you have um, your entire doll collection. So, can you talk about, like... When that started, like, the timeline of when that started, what made you start collecting slash making a decision to have this whole doll collection, and then going into creating your TikTok and all your Instagram and all the following you have now from that, like, how did that all come to be? Yeah, so it really was honestly just, like, over the pandemic, things you do i mean you obviously you remember the pandemic we all do we yes, had like that two months of like nothing like you p 
people didn't go out of their houses, nothing. And so I just found myself with so much time that I think a lot of us realized we were not getting, right? And I, I've always been, I've, of course, I've always been a Mary Kate Nashley fan, but I, wanted to i was feeling super nostalgic uh i'm sure i was watching videos on youtube or um on instagram i was seeing a more and more like mary kate nashley so i went on to ebay and i searched mary kate nashley dolls because for some reason that was the one item out of everything that i collected as a kid that just stayed with me that made like an imprint on my childhood because again like they were coming out every year mm -hmm. so like their videos which i also which i also have it's the stuff that just was super consistent in my life and i was stressed about the future i didn't know what my job was going to look like i didn't know i was not as excited to interact with people my social skills were going were not as great anymore i was becoming i had more anxiety just like so so much negative was happening to me personally that I just needed to like, I needed to step back and find who I was again, because I was forgetting with everything going on. And that was with, you know, politics was just blaring co constantly. Mm -hmm. And so it was just negative, negative, negative. And I just needed reinforcement of some positivity in my life. Mm -hmm. And so when I got the first Mary Kate and Ashley dolls, back the boxes were broken the mm -hmm. dolls were in great shape though mm -hmm. and it just like i don't know it started filling this void that i didn't really know how to like fix mm -hmm. with the uncertainty of everything going on around me and mm -hmm. even though like my life honestly was amazing during the pandemic i i'm so grateful for my the life that i that i lead right mm -hmm. but i I was just stressed and I had anxiety and I just needed to feel some kind of comfort. And I'm, I'm a shopper by nature. So I like to buy things to like comfort myself, <laughs> which is, I'm sure that is not a good thing, but that's just a way that I handle stress. Right. Um, and so I got my first dolls and then I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot they had another doll, like another set, like a gift set. And so I went on and I searched that one. I was like, I'll just get these, I'll just get this last set and I'll just like display it in my office and like set up my office to like have my Wizard of Oz, my Kelly Clarkson, <laughs> Britney Spears, some pictures of my family, and then my Mary Kate and Ashley dolls. Mm -hmm. And then I started searching Mary Kate and Ash, just Mary Kate and Ashley in general on mm -hmm. eBay. Mm -hmm. And I just saw like all of their dolls, all of their dolls. And I was like, you know what? I had all these dolls as a kid. I should just get them again. Like I had already had the, I had the two sets. Right. And so I went online because I didn't know, I didn't know. I couldn't remember off the top of my head what dolls they had mm -hmm. because even now I'm surprised at the amount of dolls that I didn't know were released. And I was like, hyped mary kate and ashley fan online so when all of these dolls were coming out i was aware of that i should have been aware of them because i was on every fan board i had my own like mary kate and ashley website uh so i had and their official website too so like mm -hmm. i had access to all of this information but mary kate and ashley never gave out information on exclusive dolls so if it was like a walmart exclusive you never saw promotion for them so i was surprised doing my research of getting the dolls mm -hmm. and then it became like a well i have most of them so i need all of them like oh. i have this like i have to complete like yeah. mindset mm -hmm. i can't have just a few because then it feels like purposeless to me mm -hmm. and so i made a list i went on youtube i went on google i just and then i went on to what you we call the wayback machine mm -hmm. um and it has every website under the sun um that you can search and so i just found dates that the dolls were released the dolls that were exclusive through like walmart target um blockbuster mm -hmm. and these are dolls i didn't know about growing up and so it became almost like a, I have to, I have to get them. I have to like mm -hmm. fill this Mary Kate and Ashley doll void mm. of to completion, and I just I dropped 
I dropped more money than I should have on <laughs> my, the first set of dolls. Yeah. But then I started getting followers on my Instagram because then I was like, well, there's no portal or database. And I can't be the only one who cares about Mary-Kate and Ashley dolls. I can't be the only one. There's mm-hmm. no way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then I created my Instagram first and just wanted not really to like just share doll pictures, but to create a database mm-hmm. that shows information on the dolls, the, you know, just everything Mary-Kate and Ashley doll in chronological order. Mm-hmm. But with Instagram, you can't go back and edit or add photos. Mm-hmm. So it became a harder platform to, especially if like I found new or rare pictures of Mary-Kate Ashley dolls that I wanted to share. I couldn't go back and add those. So I would completely delete everything and then re-add everything. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait till I have all of the information, all of the pictures, just everything that I knew that – I wouldn't have to go back and like redo mm-hmm. and I did that and I started getting a, getting a following and met so many like amazing fans of Mary Kate and Ashley but also same thing like you would I'd meet fans who were Mary Kate and Ashley fans but then they were like wanting to collect the dolls too so mm. then we would just go back and forth about oh eBay has this doll for like $5. Oh, Macari <laughs> has this Facebook marketplace. So yeah. it became like a really fun community that I was missing mm. uh, in my personal life. Because mm-hmm. when you get older, it's harder to maintain friendships. It's harder to make friends. Mm-hmm. So if you don't establish foundations of relationships with people, the chances of you having that later on in life is well, not as realistic. Mm-hmm. People have kids. People move away people just move on right and i i have a hard time already with abandonment issues in my childhood but i was like well dang yes how do i how do i maintain relationships if Mm -hmm. they don't want to put forth the effort so then i literally stayed in this bubble of like it's easier to be friends with people online who have common interests Mm -hmm. and with mary kate and ashley i have so many friends online that Mm. I talk to more than I talk to you know actual friends in my life yeah because we're busy and they also don't collect Mary-Kate Ashley dolls so it's a little harder for them to understand why a 36 year old man is collecting dolls without it being weird weird but then you yeah and then you meet people like you and um there's another account that I I she's probably like one of my best online friends mm-hmm. in the Mary Kate Ashley community, mm-hmm. um, Olson Sisters France, mm-hmm. who we talk and share Mary Kate Ashley stories all the time. And it's just so nice to be able to feel like we're not alone. Like there's mm-hmm. what we do, whether it's dolls, whether it's you know, perfumes, clothing, whatever it is that you collect of Mary Kate Ashley, mm-hmm. it's not weird. It's just a niche and it's mm-hmm. a, a hobby and it's comforting. And that's yeah. That's why I started or at least that's why I'm doing it still is like I want to maintain that sense of community and belonging that Mm -hmm. I'm not getting in my personal life. Yeah. And it's a nice like safe space. You don't there's no judgment. There's Mm -hmm. no weird like there's no weirdness. There's no having to explain why I'm collecting American. Right. It's just like, oh, you you got the itch your look doll. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, And then. Because people in my personal life, they like, I have a fiance who's super. I'm so grateful. He's he's super supportive of all this, right? And, but you don't get that same like excitement that you Mm -hmm. would from someone who really gets or does the same, you know, Mm -hmm. the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's that community that we've like established here, and being able to start a podcast with someone who has that same love excitement yeah. and love and passion for for Mary Kate Ashley in general mm-hmm. and then wanting to know more about Mary Kate Ashley dolls like my passion is Mary Kate Ashley dolls it's Mary Kate Ashley it's it encompasses it all but i want to put information out there about the Mary Kate Ashley dolls because there's none and these doll i mean what a lot of you guys don't know is um Mary Kate Ashley the dolls there's over 50 dolls isn't it like fifty six up there? 
yeah, 56 if you're not counting variants. Um, and the play sets. You're, and the play sets, right. So there's four play sets. There's and 15 the fashion packs. There's, <laughs> yeah. And there's, yeah, there's 15 fashion packs of clothes. And then you have play, uh, they're the little, you know, car and the Mary Kate and Ashley in action airplane. Like there's so many moving parts to this line mm -hmm. that puts them up there with all of the most famous dolls like Bratz and Barbie and Britney Spears and Spice Girls. Mm -hmm. And they were, and I will stand by this until I can fully prove it, mm -hmm. that they are the highest selling celebrity dolls of all time. They beat mm -hmm. Britney Spears. They beat the Spice Girls. They have more dolls than the Spice Girls. They have more dolls than Britney Spears. So mm -hmm. for Mattel to release such a big line and there be no information, it drives me crazy. Yeah. And so I want to just put that information out there on TikTok, on Instagram, on our now website, MaryKateAshleyDolls.com. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I just want this information out there because there's people out there, whether it be three, four, five, 12 people, like there's people out there who care and want that information. Yeah. And now we can become that portal of information. Database. And that's really what keeps me doing it. Mm. And I just love the display that I've set up because i mean you gotta like, be proud of it look at the no, it's pretty, it. yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely um but what um is there anything else that you want to add to our like introduction so people really like kind of have a better idea of who we are as mary kate nashley fans um i think i've said everything about myself that i can think so. of um <laughs> What about you? How are you feeling with where we are in our talk? I feel great. Yeah. I think like these next few episodes that are going to be a little more curated, a lot mm. more um, focused where it's not as much of a like, hey, this is who we are. This is why we do what we do. Um, mm -hmm. You guys are just going to get a lot of information mm -hmm. and stories Um and we have contacts that we're talking to that hopefully will be willing to give us information and come on the show. Like there's a lot of moving parts that we, that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Um, that we're working if it on. works. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, you guys are still going to get an amazing podcast with a lot of information. And um, we're really going to keep it focused on Mary Kate Nashley dolls, but we have, we're Mary Kate Nashley fans and mm -hmm we're gonna have to talk about them right so if you guys are excited about mary kate nashley or mary kate nashley dolls please subscribe to us listen to us on all listening platforms we're gonna be on spotify uh apple podcast youtube so you'll be able to watch our videos um and then on our website to mary kate ashley dolls.com i'm just i'm really excited yes to do it so me too well Thank you guys for listening, and we hope you'll come back for our next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.